0: This week in the podcast for new all-age comics for the week of November 11th, Archie, Goosebumps, Teen, Titans, Go, Power Rangers, The Magnificent, Miss Marvel, and more. Hey, hey, and welcome to Daddy Mojo. It's the podcast where we'll talk about parenting, all-age comic books, toys, and more. Now, here's your host, Trey Burley. Thanks for checking it out. This is Trey with Daddy Mojo talking about the new all-age comic books for the week of November 11th, 2020. Uh, What's up with new comic book day? New comic book day is every Wednesday of every week. Fancy that. Except unless you're a DC comic, then you get birthed on Tuesday. Recap, if you're a DC comic, uh, then come out Tuesday. Everybody else see you uh, Wednesday. The way that works is kind of weird. And in all-age comic books, there really isn't much in the DC... Uh, in the DC universe, that is appropriate for the all-age audience, except for this week. There is one coming out, and it's really cool because it's a graphic novel from a comic book that was awesome, but they stopped it. They are producing some graphic novels. We'll get to that in just a moment. First up is this one. It's the perennial Archie archie and friends this is a uh, fall festival it's a one shot it's only 2.99 what's not to love about this and this is a comic book um i know sometimes you you go to the supermarket you go to the checkout line you see those little square magazines those come out regularly also and there's a new square archie collection that comes out this week also at your local grocery store but if you go to the comic book store, you can pick this up for only $2.99. It's Archie and Friends Fall Festival. And it's funny because I look at the cover to this and they look a little more grown up than usual. I mean, they're still obviously your tween or... No, they, these are teens. These are teenagers, but they look a little more teenager They're not doing inappropriate things. They just look bigger and older. Or I'm shrinking. It's Archie and Friends Fall Festival, uh, issue number one of a one-shot Check it out this week. This miniseries is bonkers. Love this miniseries from IDW Publishing. It's in the same vein of uh, Marvel action and uh, Star Wars Adventures. It's that good because it captures the the oomph and the scares and the the action that upper elementary school kids want without it being too much or too real or mm, inappropriate. Goosebumps, Secrets of the Swamp. Issue number two of five is out this week. And IDW does such a great job with stories like this, stories that are just a little bit scary, but they're age-appropriate, and it crosses over also to Star Wars and comic books, uh, comic book superheroes, with the Marvel action. Check this out if you've got a mid to upper elementary school kid reader who wants something a little scary, but not graphic in any sort, that doesn't water down the story, and that's that's what really makes a great all-age comic book an all-age comic book it's something that is a by default in definition a comic book but it's still entertaining without treating the readers like their babies or demoing down the entertainment that's what i mean by an all-age comic book and goosebumps secrets of the swamp does that in spades it's awesome now the dc uh release i was talking about is up next teen titans go Arr, this uh hey first off This is one of the smartest cartoon series on television that you can find from Cartoon Network. It's brilliant. It works on so many levels, it's intelligent, it's slapstick, it is great, likewise the movies. The comic books were awesome when they were coming out on a bi-monthly rotation. That has stopped, uh, which is a bummer, but in its place we are getting some really great original graphic novels. The first of which came out a couple of weeks ago A couple of weeks ago? Wow, no, it's been about two months, was the first Teen Titans Go graphic novel. The second one is out this week. It's Teen Titans Go. Roll with it. I I don't think Steve Winwood was involved with this because this is a trade paperback that involves uh, Robin and a series of uh, dice. (laughs) Dice, and it's really cool because we have one of these back here. If you get a chance to buy one of these at a con, I really recommend it. I think it's a hundred side die like this one. This is great fun for chores around the house, for anything. Our kids love it. Side note. Uh, This comic book, this graphic novel, is going to be fabulous for those middle school kids and up. Uh, Case in point, our nine-year-old liked reading this, uh, this, being the graphic novel when it came out about two months ago. Our 11-year-old likes reading it. It's great stuff. And it's funny because you can tell we recently had birthdays because I don't know how old my kids are. Uh, this is a great graphic novel that's going to be appropriate for those kids. Middle elementary school and up. I'll say way up. This is one of those all-age comic books that's going to skew all the way through middle school and high school and even those those adults that dare enter and read it. Power Rangers. Uh, this is a new series. And I'm not really sure what's going on. I need to read the issue. Boom Studios sent us a, a copy of it. Thank you very much. We're going to read it tonight. Um, it's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but it's issue number one. It's a new series, a new team, and this is it's a fresh start. Because the Power Rangers, in my estimation, they've always gotten kind of a bad rap. And I think that's obviously just because of the the quality of the import show from back in the day. It's kind of like the rebranding of Godzilla. Godzilla has a great story to tell, but in the minds of some American viewers and some American audiences, it's always going to be the schlocky special effects, the hammy action, and the I guess the, the cultural uniqueness that in Japan, Godzilla is jamming. But outside of that, it's more of a niche cult thing that's kind of what's happened with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to an extent. The movie wasn't that good. It could have been. It was okay. This comic book could be the start of that rebranding. It's a a little more action and a little bit of a demo up. Um and the, the I kind of grimace grimace smile grin right now because our 9-year-old has started watching power rangers on netflix now and it's interesting watching it because it's definitely for kids the 11 year old can see the quality difference and he says the special effects in this show are not very good daddy and i say i know but it's not really meant for you it's meant for kids who are eight and up this comic book is going to skew just a little bit older i'll say nine and up but it's going to be at a more mature level Check it out. It's Power Rangers issue number one, and it's the brand new story, brand new team from Boom Studios out this week. In the same vein, those kids nine and up, this is a great ongoing Marvel Comics superhero series that is really fun, and it's just slightly left of center. Magnificent Miss Marvel, and by just left of center, what I mean is it's a superhero that flies just under radar. It's not a Superman or a Batman or one of the one of the big three or whatever that you know who they are. This is a little bit different, a little bit weird, a little bit unique. That's gonna make those reluctant readers say, you know what, eh, I don't really want a superhero in tights kind of story, but I like the looks of Ms. Marvel, and this looks pretty cool. And it is fun, and they've got this massive story going on in, in Marvel Comics right now. In the teen superheroes, a lot of their teen superheroes, the uh, ongoing storyline is called Outlawed, I'm not really familiar with it, but I do like the Magnificent Miss Marvel comic book. So we'll dive into it this time and see how we do. This comic book is going to be great for kids, again, age nine and up, with a bit of a bit of a soft touch for the girl readers, just because Magnificent Marvel is herself a young woman. But it's not going to be specifically for girls. And that's one of the great things about this series. Yeah, it's a it's a female superhero but it's not just for girls much the way that hey you know what you girls you can read batman superman you can read anything go for it (laughs) next up now this is a comic book we hesitated we hesitated we didn't think that our kids would like it uh per se just because we didn't think it was appropriate for a while but it's funny as your kids get older you realize no it's appropriate you're just being a weird parent and you may be being a little bit overprotective I mean, I look at the mirror when I say that to myself also, because I didn't think Spider-Man was appropriate for our kids for a while, but it is. And likewise this, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is issue 111. If you're in fourth grade and up, this is going to be a great series for you. And the reason I was a little hesitant is because, you know, I looked at it and it's a little dark and it's, it's a little violent for a second or a third grader. But you know what? By the time those kids hit fourth grade, this is perfect for them. It's a little more realistic than the campy movies from the 90s. And it's it's a whole lot better than the recent slate of uh, TMNT movies. And it's classic. Kids know these characters. They do. So why not get the comic book? It's going to be great for those kids who are in the fourth grade and up. I'll even say way up. Uh, because again, from IDW Publishing, they've got some magic button on that upper elementary and up action series where they can just create things and it works for those younger ages and all the way up. So keep doing what you're doing. For those middle school kids, check this out. I love this show on Netflix. I love these hardcover books. And I uh, I wish that Luke, Luke Pearson, that's his name. I wish he would produce more books, but I understand the quality and the love and the work that goes into Hilda. Because those books, if you've never looked at the graphic novels, they're so worth checking out. Or you may have seen the show on Netflix, which is awesome. It's beautiful. It's weird. It's lovingly crafted. It tells a great story. The graphic novels are like this. And this is a novel. It's a softcover novel. uh, Hilda and the Time Worm. It's a Netflix tie-in. So hopefully that means that the second series from Netflix will be releasing soon. Just the other day, our 11-year-old said, hey... What's up with Hilda and the next season on Netflix. And I, I love it that our 11 year old is really in tune with the, the release schedule for certain properties and certain books. Um, so I guess if you're a creator out there and you think kids don't really notice or they don't keep track of it in today's online digital world, they do. And uh, our 11 year old is proof of that. This is a graph. It's not a graphic novel. It's a novel just a softcover novel, so it's a whole lot of reading, but I know that our 11-year-old read the first one. I think this is the third one. There may even be three, this, this being the third in an ongoing series, uh, in the Hilda novel series that ties in with Netflix. It's beautiful. It's great. And if you love the series, you will love this. If you love the graphic novels, you'll dig it also. Middle school and up. Are you studying World War II? Now, war comics are something that I kind of grew up with when I was a kid, to an extent, like Sergeant Rock and stuff, and this is a war comic, but it's different because it's, it's factual, and it takes a look at real battles, real naval battles of the 20th century. It is actually the great naval battles of the 20th century. This is a, uh, a graphic novel beautiful art. It retails for a higher price point uh, just because of who it's being marketed to and who it's appropriate for. $25 is the uh, asking price on this, but the art is beautiful. Each each panel looks like a painting. Um and it it's true, but not it doesn't glamorize war. Um if you've ever seen any of the the the, the current war comics, the current war graphic novels, they do a great job in balancing the and balancing history with the way we think now. In other words, it doesn't, it doesn't look at history from a, from a prism of regret. It looks at it from a prism of, of fact and wow, this really happened without opinionizing the story or the period uh, contrasted with today's school of thought. Beautiful stuff. If you like graphic novels and you learn history through reading about it in graphic novel form, that's a great way to learn. We've got some some awesome graphic novels that are on based on history. World War II, World War One, the Blitzkrieg, the Red Baron, all that stuff right behind me there. Those are great to learn from and this is gonna follow in concert with them. It is great naval batteries, na- great naval battles of the 20th century for those older readers just because it's a higher price point and the art will mandate it as such. Thanks for listening to Daddy Mojo. Be sure to tune in next time. For more information on any of the things we talked about today, just check out the website, daddymojo.net, or hit us up at Daddy Mojo on social media.